When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. When you're grazing your livestock, are you also thinking about the wildlife around you? Well, rotational grazing actually provides a great habitat for grassland birds. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report, and Tom Presby, Wisconsin Conservation Manager at Audubon Great Lakes, said this not only helps the wildlife, but can help you improve your land quality. It makes a patchwork of different habitats, so different sizes of grass, different thicknesses of grass, and a lot of grassland bird species like meadowlarks, bobolinks, and some of those birds that need that type of habitat really key in on that. And then for the actual animals, it's it keeps water cleaner, it keeps soil on the actual land a lot more than row crop and some of the much more intensive styles of agriculture. So how does it differ then from some of those other grazing practices in terms of its impact on male wildlife? Yeah, so the great thing about rotational grazing, if you have the room to do it, is you can either keep grass more lightly disturbed or you can give areas rest for a couple months or even longer than that sometimes and that's really important for grassland bird habitat because they're fine with the animals being out there but they need a certain thickness and length of the grass and some species like the really intensely grazed shorter grass but a lot of species need more grass on the landscape so when grazing can be done rotationally there's always some sort of area usually where the grass is regenerating and a lot of grassland bird species will be able to use those areas. Are there specific timing or frequency considerations for rotational grazing that can enhance that impact that it can have for wildlife? Yeah, so for timing, a lot of these birds that we're talking about come back in about the second half of April, and they're around until about midway through August or so. So having grass out there at those times really helps their breeding cycles. A lot of these birds, unfortunately, will nest in hay fields, and then their nests will be lost to hay cutting. But for the birds that nest in rotationally grazed pastures, um, maybe a cow will step on a nest here and there, but the risk of nest loss is a lot less. And birds like bobolinks, meadowlarks can do a lot better. And then also, even when the birds are not here, you can think about their habitat for the following spring. So for example, if you graze lighter in fall and leave more of that residual vegetation, um, when the birds get back the following spring, uh, the habitat will be excellent and waiting for some of those rarer birds like maybe Henslow Sparrow um, that need a little bit more of a grass leaf litter, if you will, from the previous year. Are there specific strategies to kind of balance that need of providing forage for the livestock, but also helping to maintain that? Yeah, so it's all about balance. We realize that it's very hard for people to 
delay haying and things like that, which is ideally what a lot of these grassland birds need. And in the Audubon Conservation Ranching Program, it's more about percentages. So we work with interested landowners to identify areas if they have hay fields where um, they could maybe delay part of their hay fields and save it as a refuge for birds, maybe like some of the interior areas, which are the best grassland bird habitats. And then obviously they can still hay some of it, but even just saving part of it is really important for these birds. And same with the rotational grazing where um, we can recommend based on the landscape, how close the pastures are to trees, other things like that. Um, maybe graze some of the areas a little more intensely closer to the trees, graze it a little lighter, farther away, um, because that's where the grassland birds are most likely to try to set up. Those are just a couple of the examples that we can work on with landowners at farm level scale. When it comes to water quality and water availability, are there certain things you recommend to kind of also balance that for taking care of your livestock, but also making sure there's water available for those wildlife? Yeah, so water quality is definitely a benefit that comes with conservation-oriented rotational grazing. That lighter grazing where cattle move around an area is going to cause less erosion. Um, Part of the bedrock of our Audubon Conservation Program is not using or only really, really selectively using pesticides and um, intense fertilizers, things like that, that can get into the water. So the combination of that um, is going to help water quality. Um, Obviously, when there's less erosion, more water stays on the actual property. If there's wetlands, um, we work with people for restoring wetlands. You can even graze toward the edge of or even in a wetland at times and it actually helps birds like bluing teal, snipe, things like that. So there's a lot of different ways to go about it depending on the actual situation at each farm. But yes, typically rotational grazing is much more friendly to water quality than some other types of agriculture. How can farmers really collaborate with their local conservation groups or what educational resources or programs are available do you think to help them kind of balance that and create a wildlife friendly grazing practice? Yeah, so there's a lot of different programs out there for that are available to help conservation-minded farmers. Obviously, the Audubon Conservation Ranching Program, um, while it's great, it's not a fit for everybody. But there are a lot of other things out there, like... Um, all sorts of different NRCS programs. The EQIP program helps people with um, restoring habitat on their land. There's a new five-year program where people can um, graze with bird habitat in mind. So yeah, lots of different opportunities out there. And I've been hearing that with the Inflation Reduction Act money um, and other programs like that in the federal government, the next several years here are going to be a 
really good time where there's quite a bit of money available to help farmers graze more conservation oriented and even help fund some of those habitat management tools like maybe cutting down a tree row or burning brush um, to get areas back into a grassland landscape. That was Tom Presby, Wisconsin Conservation Manager at Audubon Great Lakes. He added that we've lost more than half of our grassland birds in the last 50 years. So being able to help these species while also helping yourself is a win-win. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.